Well, good afternoon. It's Wednesday. It's one o'clock and this is Chatting with Jap and I am your host, Ginger Wade. I'm so glad you're joining me today. It is absolutely gorgeous outside. Has it been gorgeous where you are? Because, oh my, it's like, it's almost like a little slice of fall. It's so wonderful. I love it. So... You are here today because you want to learn about objectives. Last week, if you missed it, I talked about affidavits. I explained all the parts that are on an affidavit. I talked about CHAP's affidavit and where you can find it. And today, we're going to talk about the the uh, partner to the affidavit, what goes with it for your um, when you hand in your paperwork to the school district, and that is the affidavit. So we have a we have a sample affidavit out there on homeschoolpennsylvania.org that you can feel free to just copy and use. But I'm going to show you a link here to our basic page about objectives so that you can read about them. And then the link to the sample is from there. I do want to let you know that there is a video on that page. And when we made that video, the compulsory age was eight. Well, unfortunately, since that time, the compulsory age has been changed to six. So I'm sharing this with you now, explaining objectives again, with keeping in mind that the compulsory age in Pennsylvania now for homeschoolers is six years old. So let's talk about the objectives. What are objectives? You could be like, what on earth? What does that, what does that even mean? Well, straight from the law, uh, it's talking about the paperwork you need to hand in. And this little phrase is in there. This is what it says including an outline of proposed education objectives by subject area. Now, further down from that, um, in the law lists those subject areas. There's a little section that starts at the elementary school level. There's another section that starts at the secondary school level. So elementary meaning sixth and younger, secondary meaning seventh and older. It lists out all those things, okay? Um, I'm not going to go into detail about what all those, what that means right there, all those subjects and when and how much and all that. That's a different subtopic, but the objectives are referring, you're supposed to list your objectives, your goals, if you will, what you would like to accomplish in those different subject areas. Now, the law states something very basic, an outline of proposed education objectives. Okay. Um, again, I'm going to post this up here, homeschoolpennsylvania.org. You can go to our objectives page, read about it, look at our sample. Basically, what the objectives are is you just need a list of generic goals by subject for each child. Generic goals. Okay. Our sample objectives are really super generic, very basic. They don't give any specific information. In fact, they're so basic. You can reuse them from year to year, and I do. So you're supposed to hand in objectives for each child each year. So I have five kids homeschooling this year. I have three in secondary. I have two in elementary, and I use the same objectives for each child. So my two elementaries have identical objectives, two separate sheets of paper. Their different names are on the top. There you go. The secondaries, they all have the same objectives. They each have their own paper with their own name on it. The objectives are just super, super generic. So um, 
what I want to share with you about the objectives, I'm going to read you some samples off of our sample page uh, from homeschoolpennsylvania.org. You would need objectives for any child six years and older. So anyone that you file an affidavit on, obviously you're going to be filing objectives for also. Now something to keep in mind, this does not mean that you have to list every book and every material that you're going to use during the school year for your child's education. That is not what this is. Uh, long ago, before I truly understood this, before I read that simple line in the law, I did. I used to include specific textbooks and stuff, and then some moms, some of us, get all excited because we don't get to it that year, or something happens, um, and we're not able to complete it, or whatever. Uh, the the What I'm trying to share with you now, the point is you don't have to list those specific curriculums, textbooks, videos, anything. You do not need to list those things on your objectives. Okay, so the um, evaluator, if you're concerned about the evaluator looking at your objectives and see, well, the evaluator is checking for compliance to the law. They're actually not checking to see if you've accomplished what you put on your objectives. They're not an adjudicator or a judge. They're not approving your homeschool. They um, really, when you hand in your objectives with your affidavit to the school district, that's that's done. That's taken care of. That's that's complied with, right, for the law. And then the evaluator is checking your log, looking at your list of books, seeing if there's pro progress being made. They are not taking your objectives and holding it side by side with your kids' work and going, hmm, well, yeah, looks like you accomplished that. Yeah, well, looks like you accomplished that. And if they are doing that, you need a different evaluator, okay? They're just checking for compliance. They're not checking for anything else as an evaluator. So getting back to objectives, keeping in mind that objectives are really general listing. I'm going to read some samples to you. So this is in our keys to homeschooling, which we used to hand out, it's actually not quite up to date right now, so we don't have it available for purchase at the moment because the law has changed. But on Homeschool Pennsylvania, it is up to date. This is on homeschoolpennsylvania.org, but I'm going to read it to you from here. Um, some samples. So from the elementary educational objectives side of the sample, well, history says increased knowledge of American and Pennsylvania history, study historical topics of interest. Doesn't say how much, doesn't say how long, doesn't say what curriculum we're using. Just says, hey, we're going to do it. How about science? Continue to expose students to concepts in science. Read interesting books and articles on scientific topics. Doesn't say if you're going to study land animals or if you're going to study ocean animals or if you're going to study geology or if it doesn't say anything specific. You're just going to do interesting things with science okay um, safety education everybody has continuing safety education you can list what you're going to do but it says continue to instruct student regarding safety issues including fire safety that's pretty generic it doesn't say hey we're going to go to such and so fire department and we're going to participate in national night out or we're going to it doesn't say any of those things it just says hey you know what i'm going to keep up with this with my child uh, so I guess it's a way of writing down and, and keeping it in your mind. Oh, yeah, I should I should be doing this this year. Uh, so I'll, let me read you some samples from the secondary educational side. Um, English. Okay, English is a big one, right? We need four Englishes in secondary uh, to graduate. English simply says, 
Continue to improve spelling, grammar, and composition skills. Read wide variety of literature. That's it. It doesn't mention speech. It doesn't mention which um, curriculum you're going to use. It doesn't mention which books you're going to read. And it doesn't say at what level your student will be able to spell or write. Because each child is unique, right? There's going to be some children who are excellent writers and they're going to, they could write a novel, you know, great grammar, whatever. There's going to be children who don't have a, such good grammar or spelling skills, but can communicate. So we want to teach our kids how to communicate well, right? So they can function well in society to read, to write a good email, to speak well on the phone. All those specific things aren't listed here and it's, there's not a level. You know, at 12th grade, your child has to be able to write a 20-page paper with, you know, MLA formatted and all these endnotes and all these different resources and stuff. That's not in here. It's very generic because you know your child and you know what your goals are for them to accomplish. Here's another sample from the secondary educational objectives. Let's say mathematics. Improve computation skills. Master new topics as introduced. Pretty basic, pretty basic. It doesn't say, oh, you know what? Hey, my child's a sophomore this year doing Algebra 2. It doesn't even say that. It doesn't mention that at all. And like I said, I reuse these every year with my children. I have three kids with the same objectives. And they are going to do these things. They are going to improve their computation skills because they're going to be using, you know, addition, subtraction, multiplication in what they're doing. And they're going to learn some new topics. Right, But I don't have to specifically say, we are going to use XYZ textbook and we're going to get through the whole book. That's not what the objectives have to obtain. And again, I will say, once upon a time, I did that. But I've realized in reading the law and what the law specifically says is that it doesn't ask for that. So take a load off, mom. Don't make this so hard. Objectives is a simple generic listing. Again, I keep popping up our homeschoolpennsylvania.org page on objectives. Go to the sample. It says sample objectives, like halfway down through the page. It's a link. You can click on it. It'll take you to the page. You scroll to the bottom, and right there is our sample objectives. And I think it is just like this. It has both elementary and secondary on it. If you just copy, paste, bop into another document, you can have the elementary separate from the um, secondary. Not a big deal. So I just wanted to make you guys aware that objectives really is not... A big deal very generic and you can make up your own objectives that's just a sample for you to see you know what we're what the law says now I do want to share a note if you do have a child with an IEP and you intend to keep your IEP then you do need to have your objectives signed off by a special education teacher so uh, before you hand in your affidavit with your objectives you need to find a special education teacher check them out sign it off for you and then you hand it in, and that's all. You don't need a special education evaluator, anything. You can use any evaluator for your child. Now, if you find that as you homeschool, the IEP really isn't valuable anymore to you and you would like, like to not have it anymore, you can easily revoke an IEP simply by writing a letter revoking the IEP and sending it into the school district and saying, well, my child is no longer going to do the IEP. Thank you, you know, yada, yada. And that's it then you don't need to follow the IEP and you do not any longer need to have your objectives signed off by a special education teacher. So um, just keep that in mind if you're working with a child who has an IEP. 
So I read another portion from the law, and I wanted to share it with you to, to allay your fears, okay, and some of your concerns with uh, evaluators or superintendents or, you know, school districts. Uh, I just want you to hear this about the objectives in relation to school districts. The required outline of proposed education objectives, that's the objectives we were just talking about, shall not be utilized by the superintendent in determining if the home education program is out of compliance with this section in section 1327. So that's in the law. The law says that the school district cannot use your objectives to see whether or not you are in compliance with the law. They cannot do it. So moms, breathe easy, okay? We are not in approval state, so that means the school districts do not approve our homeschool. They don't, see it. They don't say if you've done well enough and you can continue on. It's not for them to say. They are a paperwork drop-off center, okay? That's what, what our relationship with the school district is. Um, you do not need to list specific texts or curriculum on your objectives. It can be very general, very generic. And the last thing I wanted to just remind you again is if your child has an IEP, you do need to have your objectives signed off by a special education teacher, uh, or you can choose to revoke the IEP altogether. So again, on the screen here, check out homeschoolpennsylvania.org. We've got some great sample objectives that you can use. Just copy and use, share it with other people who are concerned about the objectives and how they're gonna be used and who's gonna look at them. And honestly, I hand mine in at the beginning of the year and that's, really the end of it and um there i never use they're not you know the evaluator doesn't use it to look through you know it's just something we need to do so check it out put your mind at ease mamas if you're brand new remember you have until the school year starts technically three days after the school year starts to get your paperwork filed if you're going to homeschool if you know you're going to homeschool, get the paperwork in now. Okay, we talked about affidavits last week. We talked about objectives this week. That's what you need to know to get the paperwork in. Go ahead and get them together and get them filed with your school district so you're all ready to go. And if you're not sure and you think, well, we're going to try school again and, and then you decide you're going to pull them out, you can pull your children out of public school anytime you want. Anytime. So... Uh, don't hesitate with that. You can have your paperwork ready at home and, and just grab it and go, okay? So that's if you're first year. If you're returning, well, mamas, your paperwork was due last week. So if you don't have it in, you really ought to get it in. And um, and then you can be counting your days. So actually, if we're returning, you could have been counting since July 1st. So hopefully that was helpful to you all. If you're listening on our podcast and you want to send in some comments, chabonline.com. At the contact menu item, you can send us in our little contact form. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or comments you want to post below, please do. I will be doing a Q&A day in two weeks. Uh, next week, we'll, we will be encouraging those who can't quite make the decision to homeschool to do so. So if you know anybody who needs some encouragement or just some thoughts about homeschooling, I encourage you to ask them to tune in. Share these last two uh, episodes about the affidavit and objectives with them so they can feel uh, comfortable about paperwork. And I'm very glad that you tuned in with me today. I hope you're enjoying the rest of your summer. 
if you're still having summer or that you're enjoying the beginning of your school year. Like us, we just started on Monday and uh, it's always fun to learn and to get into the groove again. So enjoy your school year. I'm so glad you're here to listen and we are here to support you. Do not hesitate to send us messages, ask us questions. If you have any topics you'd like to hear about, uh, put them down below. I would love to hear. We would love to help you with uh, the questions that you have on homeschooling. All right. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye.